this time. I know how you're feeling. You're feeling fantastic. It's Thursday. It's, it's the time of the day when you are listening to the Brothers Tremendous. I am your host, Elio Rivetti, and with me is my trusty, intrepid co-host, Mr. Tommy Calamity Wits. It's a pleasure to be here. What, a, what an intro that isn't COVID-related. What a treat for us all. Why, uh, why intrepid? We've been over this before, but I don't remember. Fearlessly resolute. Oh, yeah, you, you've got that autistic di- dictionary definition thing going on. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, yeah, fearlessly resolute. Um, I also heard another really good word uh, that I wish I could remember the definition. <laughs> um, it was, uh, oh man, fuck you. It doesn't matter. It, it, we got what, was, a, uh, what was the word? It was, um, okay, I'm going to find one. Okay, because what keeps popping in my head is capricious. Very okay. capricious, which is to make um, d- uh, like decisions or make like, you know, movements without any sort of... Um, pre-knowledge like it's it's basically making spontaneous movements or spa- spontaneous given decisions. to sudden and unaccountable changes of mood or behavior that's right uh okay and so then the other word is um this is pretty funny like the the example on the uh, oxford dictionary is a capricious climate and they just couldn't help but slide that under the fence and make a political <laughs> statement in the dictionary yeah exactly Okay, so fuck. Where the fuck did it? it's? It's like oh, you got to usually. I usually go to my most recent words. Oh, here we go. Assiduously, 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 assiduously which is to work t- tirelessly towards a uh, towards a goal or a, or a t- on, on a task. Yeah, very nice. I like it. Tommy assiduous. Tommy assiduous. Um, how's the week been? What's been, what's been, what's been going on, Tommy Assidge? Oh, man, just like every other week, right? It's the same thing over and over 100%. again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. I felt like I was doing my show notes and I've kind of, was kind of feeling bad that my life is so boring and I'm like, oh, wait, so is everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're bo- your life can either be boring or illegal right now. That's pretty much your only choices. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, I was kind of going over what I've been doing for the week and uh, frankly, it's not that much, but today I did receive a scam phone call. Oh yeah, go on. So tell me how, how convincing a scam phone call. It was awful, but like I, I, um, I got a phone call, and I don't usually answer numbers um, that aren't on like private or even on private. It, like if, if I don't know who they are, I'll just call them back or give them a message and be like, "Hey, who's this?" So I get a, a, a call from somebody who's not on private, and I, uh, I answer it. Um, just I was I was reading something, so then like I was just kind of distracted, picked it up, answered it, and it was a recording of somebody saying, "Hey, you need to pay this money so that you can unlock your uh, tax file number." Um, called this number and so then uh, I hung up the phone then called back <coughs> the number that had called me and it just kept going back to this uh, Indian guy's voicemail named J- Jason and I was like oh James sorry and I was like I called him 21 times without a response <laughs> just going to the voicemail and then I said pick up the phone fuckhead this isn't going to end and uh, <laughs> and then I I didn't get anything so then I, I accidentally was doing stuff in my house and I uh, accidentally called his phone um, for the 22nd time with my headphones hung up kind of thing and then i get a call back pretty much immediately and it's a woman who's saying hey uh why have you why have you called my phone so many times and i'm like well i explain to her about the recording and i say who are you and she goes who are you and i go i'm not telling you that like and i go and also why are you calling me if the if the voicemail is to james and she goes well that's my husband and i go why isn't why isn't your husband calling me and she goes well he doesn't know who you are and he he was worried about all the phone calls and all the missed calls and and uh and i said so he gets his wife to sort out the problem <laughs> and she goes well just normal individual people like you and that's and i go look i'm reporting you to crime stoppers and that's uh that's that 
That's so funny. That's when you get a scam phone call, you think, I don't think I could have a lower estimation of this person, and they palm yeah. you off onto their wife to deal with their Dude. comeuppance. It was so funny. But then I, uh, I was talking to my my uh, my girlfriend. She's like, actually, they might have just used their number as like. A, <laughs> As like a fake thing, and then and then you've called them back, and then accuse them, and then I, I go whatever, and I call Crime Stoppers, and they're like, yeah. So a lot of the time, there's a, th- a thing that they uh, scammers do called piggybacking, which is where they'll take <laughs> somebody's number and they'll use it, as a, and I'm like, oh, I owe these people an apology. <laughs> you call them again, like I'm onto you, you piggybacking sons of bitches. I know what you're doing. <laughs> oink oink, dipshits. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Getting 22 missed calls would be so unsettling. There's no one you want to get 22 missed calls from. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, this isn't going to end. I was just like, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, how far are we going to push this? That is so and, funny. Um, that you <laughs> concerned scammer's wife called me. <laughs> one of the best things is just when the person in the wrong goes over like goes into things with just an unbridled <laughs> self-confidence that they are working <laughs> on the side of justice. Or like the ATO (laughs) Uh, I remember being with a a, I was on a work trip With a girl that I worked with And she um, There was like three of us there And she was like the most junior one And she got a call um, She got a voicemail Went outside to take it Came back in And she she was like white And she's like it's it's the ATO, the ATO. They're they're checking my funds. They said I owe four thousand dollars in unpaid tax. I didn't pay tax last year. Oh my god! And she's freaking out about it, and like going back and forth, like really, really freaking out about it. And then we kind of get to the stage of like, are you sure this isn't a scam? And then she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, did they use your name or anything? And she's like, oh no, they didn't. But like, I think I, I think it's I think it's probably just a scam. I think you don't have to be worried about it. And then a couple of months later, I got that same scam. And I listened to it and I lost so much respect for this woman. <laughs> I was like, you freaked out over this? <laughs> it was literally one of those like, dear sir or madam, you owe $4,000. It's just the dumbest you've been, shit. You've been placed next to the most wanted list, uh, right next to Osama bin Laden. <laughs> and he's dead. And we got him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I was, uh, I was, I was pretty annoyed about it, and um, and this woman was blown away. But you know, shame on him, shame on James for getting his wife to, <laughs> to, to sort out his scamming issues. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is the most pathetic part of it for sure. So wait, have you have you reconciled it at all? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why not? You know, you owe that person an apology. I might not. Uh, they're, they're, they're already a shit Piggy, person if Piggy, they already got their they got their wife to do it. Piggybacking is only a theory. We don't know whether that's what happened. We can't exactly. jump to conclusions. That she just may be in the um, problem solving department. So then he's like, "Oh, this person keeps calling me back. You handle it." <laughs> <laughs> this is in your this is your field. I just imagine um, the guy is like, uh, "It's called piggybacking." They they use someone. Someone's like, "Right, right, okay." Well. Uh, they're tied up in my kitchen right now. So what should I? What's my Speaking best of course piggybacking? Of I have them hogtied in the living room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. That is, yeah, that's such a you response to that as well. Twenty-two missed calls. That is. That's <laughs> I told my girlfriend that, and I didn't really pay attention to the number. I was like, it's just a lot of numbers, and she just she goes, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, I, I know you're insane, but <laughs> yeah, I feel oh, like man. there's not really much difference between 22 and 62. Like you, you've you've <laughs> you've hit real diminishing returns after like after nine. I think it's all the same. 
Damn it, it's we tried to scam many. somebody with really no one, no time, nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> if only you have time on their hands. <laughs> yeah, anyone who has time to call back this much has no money to give us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I also did. Uh, I did something. Um, I did something earlier this week as well that I was a little bit conflicted on, but it seems like it's paid off and it's it's gone down okay. Um, I it was I put out a uh, a decree, a communication with my as a like a note to my neighbors kind of thing at the bin area. <laughs> so, <laughs> just, just very quickly, the last row was like, "What kind of man gets his wife?" To carry out his <laughs> grievances. So I left a note in the common area. <laughs> so that's exactly my point. It was like, look, I like I've explained on many podcasts, I, uh, I, I live in a granny flat and at the front of my place is a duplex. So it's three households, two, two red bins and two yellow bins. And each bin only gets taken out, like it, the yellow and the red, they only get taken out every fortnight. So it's three households with only two smaller bins and we were running out of space. So I just put a note and I didn't know who was filling up the bins, but they just kept filling it up like at the beginning of the 14 day cycle so that for the rest of the, you know, 12 days or 11 days, it was completely full. And we were like, where the fuck do we put our trash? You know How what I mean? Like you so may- much trash? What I don't it? know. It's I don't know. It's none of my business. What they, I don't go through their stuff, but I'm finding myself breaking down boxes and stuff, like just not being efficient with space or whatever. So I mm. put up a note just saying, I said, I put up a note saying, uh, hey, neighbor fam, uh, just letting you know that, uh, just basically saying to be conscientious of the of the area kind of thing. People, uh, it's can, a 14 day cycle. Is, is, do we have access to the note? Can we get a photo of the note for the good people? I, I tremendous? wish I could. I wish I did take a photo of it, but I fucking, um, I, uh, I should probably hit up my neighbors. They probably took a note of it, uh, took a photo of it and sent it to all their friends laughing. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I forgot to take a photo and I took it down like after a couple of days just because um, I was like, okay, they've all seen it and then I'm just going to take it down. I'm not going to leave it up there kind of thing. But it was just, I didn't, I didn't know which household it was. So I didn't want to go to in, in both of them and be like, hey, I don't know if you've been putting in excessive amounts of the trash, blah, 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 blah. So I just put up a note going, hey guys, can we all be, work, be a team on this? You know what I mean? <laughs> can we all work together on a 14 day cycle? And I felt like I was a little bit of a, I'm, I, I'm go, I go back and forth, but I feel like uh, based on the interactions from my neighbors after that, I, it was okay. They understood. So wait, there was, so was, was there any hint of passive aggression there or was it just? No. And I, I, I had it, I, I sat down um, one rev- I didn't even have to write it a bunch of times. I just did it once uh, mm-hmm. and just did it from the heart, just as a genuine plea, just like guys can work together. And I got Tiana to, to proofread it. And she was like, nope, there's no dickish there. <laughs> so and no, uh, we were good. I was, uh, I, so, I was, so wait, so the, the, the outcome of this story is just, no one's, no one's said anything to you about it so far. Well, actually, my neighbor did. She stopped me in the driveway and she um she just explained to me that there's a 14-day cycle for each bin. And I was like, you explained to me I already know. That's okay. All right. I feel like you're justifying the fact that you were the one that filled it. <laughs> but other than that, no, we we're all cool. Because my neighbor came over and she was like, do you mind if I borrow a vacuum? And I was like, I am a cleaner. <laughs> Which one you want? <laughs> Which model can I sort you out with? Oh, the 08 model. Great model. The T1000 is a little bit heavy, but it'll give you some suction. <laughs> Here, spill this dust on the floor. I want to show you something. <laughs> I start doing like Vince from ShamWow demonstrations kind of thing. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> there's no market that can compete with that. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, of yeah, can, I, I love that, that thought of when you need to write a note 
and you kind of like kind of gauge like what's the correct tone to be leaving here. Uh, one yep. of my favorite stories, actually, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this the other day. Uh, a friend of mine, it was just like a a deep well of embarrassing stories, which I love. But um, basically, there was this girl who we was kind of on and off again with for a while. And um, she was like very much controlling the relationship. And I think kind of like treated, didn't treat him so well a few times, kind of kept him at arm's length, didn't really tell him what was going on and just didn't treat him overly well. And he got really frustrated with it. So he decided he was going to send her a text just to like tell her how, tell her how he felt. So we went to his notes on his phone and he wrote three different articulations of the text message at varying levels of severity. The first one that's quite easygoing, and the next one's a little bit harsh, and the last one that's a real fuck you. And then he decided he was going to go with the easiest one, went to copy it and send it to her, accidentally sent all three. (laughs) 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 So this woman just received the same text message with uh, a slowly increasing number of swear words. That is so fucking hilarious, dude. I would love to have been there when he fucking realized. Oh, man. I, uh, it, it, especially a text message. I, You know, it's the most instant form of communication and the least retractable. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, at least social mm. media now you can unsend and stuff. That is just, you've just totally fucked yourself. There's no coming back from that. Well, I'll argue with this. Uh, when I first started, um, when I first started comedy, when I first started comedy, I'm not even going to say the room runner's name, but there was a female room runner. And uh, I was still using Snapchat just sort of slightly. Like, I didn't really use it, but they were using Snapchat. And, and uh, I was trying to, like, you know, get in good with, with gigs. And this is in the first couple of weeks. And then they were like, oh, have you got Snapchat? I was like, yeah, I guess I do now. Like, I'll just use my Snapchat. And uh, I w- we was going back and forth messaging with them, just being like, oh, can you, do this, can you do this spot? And I was like, yes, I can do this spot. Thank you so much. And then I sent them, like, this was photo messages. And then she sends back a message saying, hey, I don't know if you realize that, but uh, it was really kind of creepy, your last photo message. Kind of <laughs> she goes, I don't know. You, guys look, you look kind of creepy. And I was like, I'm done with Snapchat. <laughs> Were you, like, taking selfies and captioning them with I'll be there? Is that yeah, how exactly. Like- <laughs> That's how it was going. It was like a conversation we take with photos, and I'm just on the couch taking photos, and uh, and I was like, yeah, I'll be there, kind of thing. And she was like, oh, well, that last one was kind of creepy. I was like, I guess I'm done on this platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just taking pictures of blank walls and writing the text on top of them. Like, I don't, I think I should just text you at this stage. I, I think I was watching a movie, and the living room was dark, and I was just like, I'm not going to ask you to transfer over to another platform. I'm just grateful for the gig. And, uh, <laughs> and they were like, hey, don't message me like this and i was like i don't even want to be here (laughs) (laughs) you set the terms yeah (laughs) um you got anything else this week uh got vaxxed got vaxxed on thursday we i I don't (laughs) want to tommy zeneca that's right yeah um get vaxxed people i reckon submit i mean yeah guys do what you want if you if you want to get a vaccine do it if you don't uh, support the people around you that don't want to do it. It doesn't help you at all if they don't have a vaccination. It doesn't make you less susceptible to being sick, so it doesn't mean you should treat them any differently. <laughs> <laughs> Time for uh, an ad. <laughs> 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 now we're actually sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> Today's podcast is not brought to you by the tremendous big dick license plate. Unfortunately, in our society, if you're a man in a fancy car, strangers are going to assume you have a small penis. We at Tremendous know this isn't fair, which is why we created the Tremendous Big Dick License Plate. 
Our team of independent appendage appraisers will measure your member and stand witness to the fact your phallus is far from fun-sized. Once your penis has been evaluated, compared against statistical norms in your age, range and race, your car will be fitted with a license plate that says to the world, hey, you can make fun of my Porsche, but leave my penis out of this. The tremendous big dick license plate. Show the world you're compensating for something other than your manhood. And we're we back. are back. <laughs> we are stepping on each other's toes. We may have actually played that ad before. Have we played? I thought I said before. You know, I yeah, no, no. You checked in with me and everything. But uh, when, upon listening to it, I was like, oh, that might have been the first episode back kind of thing. Tommy, um, Tommy coming back. Oh, was it? Maybe. Okay. That's it's, a shame. It's, it's, it's so nice. We had to play it twice. <laughs> Uh, well, I've queued up one of, so earlier when we were talking about the ads, because uh, we kind of, we we wrote them in bulk for this last uh, little set of podcasts, and you said, uh, I've got four, I've got four, three that I'm pretty happy with, one uh, that I'll wait to tell you, I'll wait for you to tell me which one that the other one is, uh, and I think it might be today's, we'll find out. No, actually, I don't think so, I think we've already used it. Do you remember which one it was that you're not happy with? Do you remember writing it? I think it was the um, the tremendous remote control compass. <laughs> oh, I liked the tremendous remote control. No, no, I didn't like the tremendous. Oh no, that was actually my twin. <laughs> oh, really? I actually got messages about that saying they liked it. Oh, really? Uh, just yeah, me then. Specifically. All right. Well, like uh, this this next. Uh, I don't know how I feel. I we'll 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 discuss it when we come to it. But uh, th- this next ad it could be controversial. <laughs> it could be. I hope so. Um, uh, <laughs> Tommy, uh, we've actually got um, we've actually got a little something for today. We've got a little uh, we've got a little news. The news you didn't know you needed to know at a time you didn't even know you needed to hear it from people you weren't sure you heard it from. Was it the news? Who news? Tremendous news. Uh, today in tremendous news, uh, Tommy, we actually have a little bit of a disaster that took place in uh, in Queensland uh, this week. Um, I- a woman, I'm going to go. I'm going to read this the way that I the way that I sort of uh, the way that I sort of found out. Um, essentially, a woman was uh, in the park with her baby uh, in a pram during magpie swooping season. And uh, I was I was sitting in front of the TV, and the news said that a baby had uh, had been attacked during a magpie swooping, and uh, had been pi- had died. And and the ad came on, and I was like, "What the fuck are we gonna? What, what's gonna happen here? You know what I mean? Like, I, what, what, this uh, did the baby was it left un unattended, and was it pecked? Did the cr- did the magpie get like a lucky like king king hit on this baby, just like one swoop kind of thing? And it turns out that the mother had actually tried to avoid a swooping from a magpie while the baby was in her arms, fell down and squashed the baby. Squashed the baby. Uh, the the new story is uh, parents tortured by death of baby after magpie swooped in Brisbane Park. The devastated aunts of a baby who died after her mother died, her mother tried to protect her from a swooping magpie, have described the feelings of torture, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the five... <laughs> 
<laughs> Nothing funny about this. Nope. <laughs> grieving <laughs> mother, grieving mother, no, no, toddler, no, no, no. Mrs. But they're sister, just talking blah, about blah, blah, blah. the. Gr- but this is my point. They're just talking about the grieving. <laughs> they're just sort of talking about the grieving of the parents and that there's been a, uh, a GoFundMe that started. They even went as far as to say the Lord Mayor, uh, Adrian Scruner, had ordered an investigation into the council's management of uh, swooping birds at the, at the park. After reports, another user had officially reported an overly aggressive magpie at the same location. It will include a review of how council offers, uh, officers manage complaints. Uh, people are the priority here, the, the officers say. Of course, we are here to protect the, uh, the native animals, but protecting people is more important. Um, and then it goes on to explain exactly how it happened, that the baby was in the arms of the mother. And this was devastating. I was like, oh my God, this is the worst sort of thing ever. But at what point do we sort of maybe like uh, hold the person that was in charge of the baby responsible? Yeah, the, the the tone of this article is like uh, the 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 priority of responsibility. Number one, magpie. Yep. Number two, <laughs> the local council. <laughs> Number three, mother who may have overreacted. Dude, there are literally people who are like uh, there were com- local community um, people who made comments, sort of saying, uh, "We've." We've known about this magpie for a long time. It's been a trouble in our community, and the, and the council hasn't done anything. We want to see this magpie gone, kind of thing. Like they want, <laughs> Put to they're justice. acting like they want, they want the magpie in handcuffs <laughs> and set out. And I also read, um, I also read that uh, New South Wales actually has a law where police can shoot magpies on site. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that, but it says here I read on the Courier Mail, the Courier Mail that uh, Queensland may adopt New South Wales style uh, laws allowing magpies to be shot on site following a baby's freak death. Uh, rogue magpies, like the one responsible for the tragic death of the baby girl in in uh, Brisbane Park, uh, can be shot on site by cops in New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Queensland with their archaic magpie laws. <laughs> this never <laughs> would have happened. a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People wonder why they need to defend themselves and why they need to be armed. Magpie. <laughs> Western Australia, South Australia, don't wait to have to learn this lesson. All right, get on the front foot. Arm your cops. Kill those magpies. And also, if you see any suspicious magpies in the area, <laughs> contact Crime Stoppers. <laughs> contact. I just like... I. I I, I think that it's sort of like a case of somebody taking a painting off in their own living room, like a Picasso, and then smashing it on the floor. And people being like, that is horrific, but it is yours. No harm, no foul. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's like, because if, that, if the mother was holding someone else's baby... <laughs> if it was someone else's baby, this would be a whole different story. Do you, do you, you honestly think so? You think if if it, if it weren't, uh, do you think it's the ownership is nine tenths? I think that that's a huge part of the story. And I, I Tiana actually kind of stands on your. She was like, she stands on your side of the fence. She was saying, do you think that that would actually make a, a di- big difference to the story? And I go, okay. What about this? What about if she squashed four babies <laughs> that weren't her? That weren't hers. <laughs> None of them were hers. And it was one of those four like quad kind of like uh, prams, like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> quad prams and she just squished all four of them in, a, in like a lazy boy motion uh, and none of them were her children would the news be like man this is horrific that goddamn bird or would they be like what was this woman doing <laughs> what were you <laughs> I don't see how that addresses my initial question <laughs> well, it wasn't the if quantity one, of if, babies if one baby is fine if one baby is okay to squash that isn't yours or is yours 
uh, then why isn't four? No, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you understand the point that Tiana and I are making. <laughs> then perhaps I don't. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's it's baffling. But have you been swooped on by a magpie before? Yes, you just briskly walk away. <laughs> this is the thing. The baby would have been more safe if it wasn't in a pram and it just had to crawl away. It would have been like, oh, that was inconvenient. <laughs> and then that would have been the end of the story. <laughs> Instead, yeah, you've got this unathletic white woman who squashed this fucking... Okay, so, all right. So, so the, the unathletic ever. white woman has uh, squashed... A baby, which is worse if instead the unathletic white woman just left the baby, ran away, and the magpie pecked <laughs> the baby to death. Is that <laughs> less or more excusable? It's so much worse. <laughs> but this is like she was trying to help. It's one of those, ex- it's one of the worst examples of trying to help and making it worse. <laughs> yeah, having the best it's like intentions. It's it's like you know when you get like uh, you're cooking like something with oil and then there's like a little fire and you throw water on it and it goes <laughs> everywhere in that. This is like if you had an oil fire but then you grabbed it and threw it on four children, <laughs> <laughs> or one stranger's child, as we've discovered. It's the ratio. <laughs> oh. Um, the but guys, you know that really was funny, the, like the the last time that I was swooped by a magpie is now where <laughs> I I play this scene in my mind. Like in my memory, I can I, I can see the walkway where it happened, despite the fact it's in <laughs> suburban <laughs> Sydney, not regional. <laughs> what I assume is regional Queensland. <laughs> I fucking I uh, I used to get swooped every time I walked my dog. They hated my dog in the area, and I didn't give a fuck. I just wish that I could be accurate enough with a rock as they were coming. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, fact that I read this and was like, so we're not going to talk about at all the the carer. <laughs> we're not going to talk about <laughs> like the baby would have been better off if it just had to crawl away. Oh, this is uh, so we were talking about um, headlines recently, like. The things that journalists write, like I've been reading, I've been trying to write jokes based off news headlines recently. And so I've been on Yahoo News and like trawling through the depths. Like when you, when you, like I've never understood more the perils of a 24-hour news cycle. Like I swear every 10th, every 10th article is about a poor person winning the lottery. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. That is a lot of Yahoo News. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I saw one headline which was like, uh, uh, Local unvaccinated woman, quote unquote, tragically dies from COVID, and it was <laughs> <laughs> tragically in air quotes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are we are we saying it's not tragic? Is that it was? I know one. you had to clear that up for me earlier this week. I was like, "What does this mean, Tom?" And you were like, "Well, I think they're <laughs> quoting somebody that said it was tragic. That it's it's not really." <laughs> <laughs> the, the journalist is just like, "Oh well, I mean, I didn't know her, so I guess it's sad." <laughs> <laughs> what do you call fucking like a landslide where there are like 50 people die? What do you, that is a tragedy. You've already gone way above the bar. What are you, you've gone too far <laughs> now. You need to find new objectives. <laughs> uh, and that was the news. You didn't know you needed to know at a time. You weren't even sure that you heard it. Was it the news? Who news? Tremendous news. Enough of that. <laughs> that is such a long sound clip. <laughs> I know. This podcast is not brought to you by the tremendous One Last Bang. Ever been looking up at someone about to jump to their death and thought, oh no, I would have done it with more pizzazz. Introducing the tremendous One Last Bang. 
Because when it's finally time to say goodbye to this earth, most people expect you to quietly turn out the lights, lock the door behind you and say hello to the reaper. But at the tremendous one last bang, we want you to shoot out the lights, kick down the door and punch the reaper in the nuts, because you're going out tremendous style. Slitting your wrists? Instead of a warm bath in the privacy of your home, what about a warm fountain in the central business district? Flick a coin, Billy, and make a wish. Perhaps you're like Craig jumping to his death off a building he spent so many years working. But what's this? He's wearing giant wings, and his pockets are stuffed to the brim with grenades. So that if a man jumping to his death in a wingsuit is enough, well now there's even something for the kids. Introducing the tremendous one last bang. Oh my god, I, at first I thought he was gonna jump to his death, but then it was the grenades! That was an amazing trick. When he comes back, can I get his autograph? So Tommy Wits, I have a quick question for you, Mr. AstraZeneca. Um, I sent you a video, actually. Open up your messenger and the video that I uh, that I prepared. Um, I've got a little a little question here for you. It, it was a video that I saw on the news, and it sparked a debate between my uh, girlfriend and I because there was a baseball game where a guy I don't know what you call somebody who still has their clothes on but runs on the field like, but he was streaking. You know what I mean? He was interrupting the game, ran on the field and had all this security chasing him. And this ball girl, a ball girl in a baseball jersey who's there to catch the balls that go like, you know, outside of field and whatever, started getting in his way like she's going to stop him. Like she, okay. like she, she, like she was going to try and get in his way. And rather like this guy just started like sidestepping, like he was going to try and get past her. And, uh, and rather than just like, anyway, you watch, you watch. Okay, okay, here we go. I'm playing the video now. So he like tries to sidestep her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tries to go around it, and then he, he trips over. The, he tries to jump over the barricade, and he trips and flips spectacularly and lands on his head. Getting caught by the security. Yeah, I'm watching it one more time now. Oh, yeah, okay. And getting caught by the security, yeah. Now, that was a ball girl, right? This is mm -hmm. a guy. I looked over at my girlfriend, and I was like, why didn't he just run her over? <laughs> why, didn't he, why didn't he just truck her? And my girlfriend was like, what are you talking I was like, I, I would have 100% just like run her over like on in a straight line if she's gonna get in the way i'm being like you're gonna this the train's coming and like <laughs> and then she was like that's a female athlete and i was like this is before i knew it was a ball girl i just thought it was female baseball because she was dressed in a baseball outfit and i was like it doesn't matter and she, i go uh, I'd, i could still run her over and she goes no you couldn't and i go tiana i could run over any female athlete <laughs> <laughs> I said, there's not a female athlete that would line up with me and I'm not trucking. <laughs> I am going to truck any in any division, like weightlifting. She goes, what about the New Zealand rugby team? And I was like, oh, that's actually, if they go around the waist. But I was like, if, we go, if we're doing a Sunny Bill Williams, if we're doing a Sunny Bill, every bitch is getting Sunny Billed. <laughs> Everybody I, is getting I, Sunny I literally, Billed. as you were telling me that story, I just Googled female all blacks. Mm. Uh, no, like, okay, so... If they go around the waist, but I'm talking about a shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder bump, I was like, I'm putting out a challenge there for any female athlete in the world. Oh, here's the new tremendous challenge. This is better than <laughs> me selling dildos on the street. No, any this is female just a, this athletes is, that are listening. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving are, this challenge out there. I'm just you can you can challenge me at any time. I'm like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the end of like Game of Death with Bruce Lee, where I just wait at the top tower. I am the last level. This is how we get the Williams sisters on the Tremendous Podcast. Finally. <laughs> I have to take, I have to do one after the other. I'm like, can I have a week break in between? 
thought <laughs> 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 like I was going to be by a train. <laughs> um, okay, so this this conversation has gone a different direction to where I thought it was going because I thought it was should he have run over the little girl? No, my top? my thing my thing is Tom is <laughs> I think that I could knock over any female athlete <laughs> with a. R- <laughs> you know when like in in school you play run it straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> I wouldn't be any female <laughs> athlete in the world that run it straight. <laughs> I'm putting out the challenge to ab- anyone. Ab- absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting out the challenge, including to New Zealand, the New Zealand uh, trans weightlifter who just lost, um, who just lost, uh, did, didn't make it in the Olympics, but is there, there's a lot of controversy around her um, competing. I don't, I don't know her name, but I know that she has like a four-leaf clover. Like a seven-leaf clover, just like uh, tattooed on her arm, and uh, I'm challenging you too. I'm challenging everyone, <laughs> every female out there that's being paid, come and compete with me in this unpaid event. You know, my <laughs> my, my favorite thing about this latest tremendous challenge is that uh, for it to have any longevity, we have to make a lot of videos of you running over women. <laughs> I have videos of me running down my old school teachers. <laughs> Like like the video of you getting decked by the female athlete will be great content, but all the videos of you leaving poor women in your wake as you run over them will not be good for our PR. What are you talking about? This is all done in the name of equality. (laughs) I'm actually doing, uh, I'm I'm just doing like peer peer studies for the next Olympics on whether or not uh, trans Olympians actually have a place in the, uh, in the male or female divisions. (laughs) Well, let me know how it goes. I can't wait to read it. Challenge put out there. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so uh, Tommy, we've uh, I've, I've got a quick. We've got to touch on something. This is actually this kind of fits in there, um, but it's uh, I'm sure all the women out there are going to love hearing this story. It's about a, we were talking about fights uh, last week and fights that I'd been in, and I thought that I'd discuss a story, a fight that I'd been in during uh, while I while I'm a comedian and uh, one that I could um, probably uh, you know you could say I lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. So, do you want to talk about? We could talk about fights, but we're also we, we were talking about uh, the advice thing. So, do you want to do the? Do you want to do the fight story? Or do you want to do the 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 fan question? Oh, good question. Um, well, we did say we we're going to touch on it. Uh, why don't we finish with the fan question? Okay, cool. Lay it on me. The fight you lost. I think I remember this. I remember. Yeah. I, I don't remember the fight, but I remember you being in a sling for quite a long time. Yes, exactly. So it was exactly that event. I was coming back from Magic Mike when it was at still at Magic Monkey. Yep. In uh yeah. Anyway, so it w- I was coming back from there and I was on the phone with Tiana. First couple of like I think it was like my first few years in comedy and um then you, you, you and Tiana probably wouldn't have been dating for very long at that stage either, right? Nope, no. We only started dating a couple months into me doing. So I did. I started doing comedy in July of 2017, and we started dating that December. Mm-hmm. Um. So then this was a couple years after that, and I'm coming back from this gig, and I I don't know if it even went well or whatever. I can't remember anything. But I'm on the phone with Tiana, and ahead of me, I see these guys on those hire bikes. You know, those rent a bike kind of things. Like you just scan oh, yeah. your phone kind of thing, and they're flying down. Um kind of tandem like one behind the other and then there's like a couple there's a couple uh like that are on a date or at the end of a date or something and they have to kind of split and really get out of the way and these guys just kind of fly right through them without any kind of regard and i was like not not me and i i just leaned my shoulder into them <laughs> i leaned my shoulder into the first one and he stopped and he goes like what the fuck kind of thing like he hit the hit the brake kind of thing and stopped and the guy stopped behind him and i'm on the phone with tiana still and i'm like uh hey i gotta go but i don't hang up the phone and um, I don't know. I just 
No, but it was an accident kind of thing. Because I was going back and forth with these guys. They're going like, what, what, what the fuck's your problem? I'm like, what are you doing? Right? Like, I'm not going to get the fuck out of your way for a bike. Uh, blah, blah, blah. How many Going guys? back and forth. Two. And um, where they, they, I'm like on the phone with Tiana. I'm like, all right, what do you, what do you, what do you want to fucking do? Let's fight then. And then they were like, all right, cool. I'm not going to say the word that I said, but I said one particular word that set them off. <laughs> 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 it set them off. And uh, and I was like, okay, we're on now. <laughs> so we ex- so we exchanged some punches and stuff, and then one of them <laughs> grabs and grab. We exchange <laughs> we exchange some punches, <laughs> and uh, one of them grabs me around the waist and pulls me down, and I'm try I'm I'm scrambling to get back up, but th- at the same time, the guy that didn't take me down is kicking me, going to kick me in the head, and I'm like trying to circle it out of the way, and he goes kicks throws about three kicks before I put my arm out, post my right arm out to get up. And then this guy that was trying to kick me in the head dives on me and lands on my right elbow and snaps it underneath me. Oh. So my elbow snapped underneath me just completely. And they didn't realize. I just felt them throwing punches. And I'm like trying to get up with my left arm. But I'm covering up as much as I can. And I'm trying to lift my right arm. But it's like the power has been shut off. There's nothing mm. in there anymore. It's not, it's not connected anymore. And uh, I look down at my arm and it's floppy. Oh. And um, it's going back and forth. And I'm like, and I'm, I keep trying to fight. And even they're like, you should probably stop. <laughs> like there, there was like a passerby that was like, dude, let's end this fight. And even they were like, we don't want to fight anymore. And then behind me, I heard my brother's friend from childhood with his girlfriend in his car. His name's Luke Carter. He stopped on the, on the just by happenstance, on the intersection that I was on in the middle of the night and said, Elliot? And I go, Luke? And he goes, do you need a lift? And I said, yep. <laughs> and I got in the car. With, I'm holding my elbow. And he goes, your dad lives around here, right? And I go, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to drop me. Don't drop me to my dad's. It's like 1 a.m. at the moment. Um, this is going to you know, piss him off. Just take me straight to the hospital. And then I'm like looking down and I'm like, wait a minute. I've never been in the hospital with an injury this bad. Like, you know what? Just take me to my dad's. <laughs> so it was like, so Vinny took me there and he's like, I, I told him, I told him what happened. He's like, he was furious. He was fired up. He's like, we should look for the cunts and stuff like that. But I was, <laughs> I was in hospital and I was like, uh, yeah, no, it was um, it was pretty, it was, it was. Uh, but I remember, I remember saying to my dad, and he was like, he was, I remember him being proud of me. He was, he was like, oh, he was like, man, you gotta be careful out there. I was like, I wouldn't have changed the thing that I did. <laughs> 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 and he goes, all right. <laughs> uh, I have a very different relationship with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> we we would have used a different entrance to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> my dad would have been like, I know a surgeon. Don't worry. On the judge, <laughs> on the ju- on the judges' cards, it would have been like, um, I lost that one. <laughs> I like the idea of they're like, you should probably stop. And like, so you're you're quitting is what you're saying. <laughs> that was what my mentality was. I was like, you said it. Yeah, that's a, that's a verbal tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was never gonna be like, all right, I've had enough. <laughs> Oh, I, none of none of that none of that rings true to me at all. Like the only the oh, only p- the only part that I can uh, that I can even slightly relate to is uh, getting angry about the bike down the pedestrian path. But uh, I would have <laughs> I would have crossed the street before they reached me. You would have sent him an email. Uh, sent an email right to the council, right behind your magpie swooping one. <laughs> Local magpies. <are> just <laughs> That, okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great story. Beautiful. Okay, we we're gonna go, look. What, Tom, I actually we got a quick call from uh, we got a call from a listener today. We have a call from a listener today. It came in last night, late at last night in the AM. So it was somebody that was I think listening to the show, 
And um, and I think that honestly, they they figured out that you were actually actually back on the show. Okay. Like they they were just happy that you were here, kind of thing. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they uh they have a question for us, and I thought that I would just play our listeners um, our listeners uh voicemail. You ready? Go for it. Turn up the uh, volume for that. Then. Uh, Tom. Ah, uh, Tommy. With, I love you, Tom. I love you, Elliot. Mainly Tom, though. I, I, I love what he's doing, and I love what you two are doing. It's such a beautiful chemistry that you two have between you two, and it's, it's like uh, when you're at like some sort of, like a, a baseball game, like a Red Sox game and you're there with Thomas Wickham and he spills popcorn on your lap and you gotta wipe it off oh this popcorn on my lap oh Tom I love everything that you guys are doing tremendous is an apt name for what you're doing out here I only hope that one day I could meet Tom and Elliot Uh, I have a question Mainly for Tom, but I was wondering whether or not uh, Mr. Wickham ever got really dirty in the bedroom. If he ever really did anything, like, uh, I don't know, like, if I was with, if I was with Tom, I I might, uh, like, play with his chest hairs. I don't know, maybe, like, if we was in the shower, I'd ask him to get down on his knees. So that I could do a big dirty garbage piss on him. Just do a, a lot, just drink a whole lot of iced tea and 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 vitamins, and then do a big dirty garbage piss all over Tom. And I just wanted to know whether or not Tom and Elliot have ever done anything like that. And I maybe like a big dirty garbage piss party. With like a party of people with bladders full of big dirty garbage piss. Let me know what you think. I love you, Tom. Oh, my oh girlfriend's my. dad listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tom, I think <laughs> you have like your first masturbating fan. Someone <laughs> is calling in online. <laughs> that's getting some, deriving some sort of pleasure out of your audible tones. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even leave his name. I don't know. Who that was. <laughs> I think I have a feeling like we're going to be seeing him again. Though I'm pretty sure it was either Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> or Jacare Souza. I'm not sure. <laughs> he was so Brazilian and then suddenly Italian. I didn't know what to take away from. <laughs> All right, so Tom, have you ever? What's the what's the sort of freakiest thing you've ever done? In the <laughs> <laughs> do you remember do you there's an episode i reckon it's like episode nine where we made a vow to not turn this podcast into purely fight and sex stories and, <laughs> and here we are this is what lockdown has made of us wait before you answer the question thank you so much for that question, question from whoever that was it's uh hotline yeah we, we rarely get to use the music but uh when we do tell us to tommy uh, when, wait, when we do, we <laughs> use it five minutes too late. <laughs> the retrospective sting. So, can you answer our masturbating fan? Uh, can you answer? Can you answer the top, 
Thomas Wickham masturbating fan. No, this is not what the podcast is. This is not what I'm on this podcast to do. I have no story. This is not. We I'm have s- a fan here that has a question, Tom. You have to oblige, dude. Come on, man. Give him something. Give him something. I, I've got. I, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so milk toast, Elliot. I've got nothing here. I've got. Like, <laughs> Do you have to, we'll have to come back next week? <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you kick off with a story? In the meantime, maybe there's a fan out there for you. And, and if that just pops anything into my head, then you know that's 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 what I'll go down. Look, as much as I would like the attention of your fan, uh, I think that anything, any story that I have to tell would just infuriate my girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a problem I have, obviously. She doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but her dad does. <laughs> that does. He's going to high-five you from across, <laughs> no, from across the airways. I promise you he won't. Shout out okay. to Chris. Thanks for listening. Well, look, can you just answer the question for the guy? Uh, would you um, Have you ever partaken in any sort of water sports? No. Any sort of uh, pissing on or uh, being pissed on? Never. You're wearing a yellow shirt? <laughs> the international <laughs> the international symbol for I like to get pissed on. <laughs> How do you think? Anyway, uh guys, call back in if you uh if you have any questions for Tom, he'll he'll dance around he'll them. He'll <laughs> skirt them for five minutes while I continue to press the issue. We might even come back next week if uh if I can muster up a story that I think that won't make me too culpable to <laughs> anything like anything but uh <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Tommy, what do you what do you got for us? Yeah, yeah, let's go this joke week. Okay, cool, cool. Tommy, I've uh, I've got a little joke here of the week for you. Despite what my earlier comments were saying that I did not have a joke of the week for you, uh, I've managed to scrape one off at the back of my dome, and uh, here it is, Tom. When I die, when I die, Tom, I want to die peacefully in my sleep, like my grandfather. Not screaming and yelling like the passengers in his car. <laughs> I, I know that joke, and I'd actually, uh, I'd thought about telling that joke as the joke of the week. But we're just on such a level, you and I. We're ge- <laughs> we're gonna run out of jokes real soon. All right, what about this? It takes a <laughs> lot of balls to golf the way that I do. <laughs> That's Four out of ten joke, ten out of ten delivery. I gotta say, that was well done. (laughs) Tremendous. I 100% could truck any female athlete. <laughs> you know you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. There are so many female athletes. Can we make put memes? You on your ass. Can we make memes of like uh, of like different athletes running at like a pole vault or something like that, and then just me running in and shoulder barging them, and them exploding into like confetti or something? You can make <laughs> as many memes as you want. I mean, I'm in full favor of it. I'm not touching a single fucking Photoshop app. <laughs>